Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Wednesday, July 26th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the house is on fire. Number two, the Senate comes together on a Ukraine IG. And number three, Roger Marshall and his credit card fee proposal. Let's get into it. The top this morning has this observation. If you work at the DCCC, or you're camped out in Hakeem Jeffries' second-floor Capitol office, the current state of the House Republican Conference probably has you salivating. Consider this. Number one, House Republicans are on the path to force a government shutdown. That's not my assessment. Well, it is my assessment, but it's also the assessment of senior Republican leadership figures who admit this. I mean, there's... We've been saying this over and over again. Again, the administration seems a little bit slow to recognize this, but... At some point between now and the end of 2023, the the rift in the House Republican Conference will be so deep and profound, there's little chance they'll afford they'll avoid a government shutdown. Rather, the party disagrees on spending levels, on policy priorities, on riders, and this is even before engaging with Democrats in the White House. the party's strategy, at least the the right, uh, is to um, try to pass a bill and. Um, hope to enforce the Senate and the House, the Senate and the White House to accept it. That strategy never works. I mean, the, the leadership strategy is to pu- pass the toughest bills it could get and then get into a negotiation with the Senate. But if you listen to Bob Good, he said, we're going to pass a good Republican bill and force the Senate and the White House to accept it. That doesn't work. See 2013, 2018, see basically any other time where um, uh, you have a uh, Uh, Republican House that's trying to foist its priorities on the Senate and the White House. There's a very good chance that the GOP, that House Republicans will not be able to get their appropriations bills in the floor this week. That's two appropriations bills, milk on VA and ag. Ag seems like it's going to be a very uh, heavy lift to get on the floor this week. Number two, when Republicans finally get their spending bills to the floor, the divisions won't end. Uh, Republican lawmakers will be forced to vote for changes to critical nutrition programs, food stamps, as part of the debate over the ag funding bill. McCarthy is going to ask that Speaker Kevin McCarthy will ask vulnerable Republicans to take tough votes that could haunt them in 2024. Number three, at the same time, the House is going to impeach Joe Biden or going to get damn close. Um, McCarthy said Tuesday the only way, that's in quotes, the only way Republicans can investigate their claims against Biden, the IRS, the DOJ, and the FBI is if they open an impeachment inquiry into Biden. Um, James Comer, the chair of the Oversight Committee, is openly speculating whether Biden accepted bribes from Ukrainian figures tied to Hunter Biden. Uh, Now, this keep in mind, if the House Republicans impeach Biden, this will take months on Capitol Hill where Democrats are going to hammer Republicans for not doing the people's business instead, just impeaching like as a political retribution. Now, McCarthy says it's not politics, it's not political, but that's how Democrats are going to brand them. So those three things together uh, paint a pretty good picture for Democrats as they look to take back the majority in 2024. We are about 470 or so days from Election Day 2024 in which Democrats have a you know, a pretty good advantage uh, or at least a pretty good chance of taking back the majority with a, a basic, basically a five seat um, uh, gap between the House and the between Republicans and Democrats. Just in addition to that, Alejandro Mayorkas will be in front of the House Judiciary Committee today for what's expected to be a very difficult hearing. Mayorkas is going to talk about border security in his opening remarks. We have 
some uh, excerpts of that. He will say that under Biden's leadership, we have led the largest expansion of lawful, safe and orderly pathways for people to seek humanitarian relief under our laws. At the same time, imposing tougher consequences on those who resort to ruthless smuggling organizations that prey on the most vulnerable. So we expect this to be a very heated hearing. Number two story of the day, the Republican Party's competing factions on U.S. aid to Ukraine have clinched a rare agreement this week on an amendment to the annual NDAA. GOP senators who differ dramatically on sending military aid to Ukraine came together on a proposal to stand up a new office dedicated to auditing U.S. aid to Kiev and regularly updating Congress. Now, it's not entirely sure this amendment will get a vote, but it does represent a major um sea change of sorts um, because it's Josh Hawley who has been consistently uh, advocating for an IG, Jim Risch, Roger Wicker, and John Kennedy. And this would authorize $10 million for an office of around 30 staffers to conduct full time Ukraine oversight. The amendment allows the president to decide who leads the office. It could be an existing IG or someone new, and it requires regular reporting to Congress. Now, we'll see if this is enough. We'll see if A, if it gets a, a, a vote for in the uh, in the Senate. B, we'll have to see if it's enough for House Republicans, who basically 70 of whom have voted to stop aid to Ukraine. But an IG is something that the right has been harping on for a long time. Number three story of the day, Roger Marshall of Kansas appears to be backing off threats to hold up the NDAA in order to force a vote on his credit card fee reform proposal with Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, who is out this week with COVID. Uh, the... Um, Three significant developments to go over. Marshall staffers have continued to tell K Street their boss will object to moving ahead on the NDAA, effectively derailing the process if he doesn't receive a vote on the credit card fee proposal. Number two, Marshall's keeping his options open. He basically says he wants a vote this Congress, um, and it seems like, at least for now, that he's probably going to get one. Number three, some Republican operatives are already targeting Marshall over his support for the credit card fee uh, reform proposal. This is from the new Conservative Accountability Foundation. This, there's a mailer that um, accuses Marshall of working with Democrats to, quote, take away your credit card reward points. It features a pride flag and a rainbow version of Target's logo. Marshall gives them Marshall's bill gives them billions, the mailer reads. Brent Robertson, Marshall's chief of staff, said when low rent D.C. grifters come out of the woodwork with a big bank funded C4 like this, we know we're doing something right for the working family. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.